Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode of Life is a Journey, the topic of discussion is better than good to me. That's right. Better than good to me. And this is more of a personal podcast, and I'm pretty sure many of you out there can relate to this topic, you know, um, entitled, if you will. But God has truly been better than good to me, better than good to you, I'm sure. And um, I just want to take this time in this episode to reflect back on some things that God has done in my life, you know, um, and even in the present time that I'm living in and how good God has been to me. You know, I just I just want to take this time out to thank him, you know, and to encourage many of you out there that may be going through certain life issues or things in your life journey that to reflect man and to just think back on how far God has brought you from and what he's brought you through you know uh, but before I go any further I want to thank you for tuning in I want to thank you for taking the time out in your schedule to be a part of this podcast I pray that it has been a blessing to you just as it has been to me I pray that you know, that you're able to share it with somebody that is able to be an inspiration to get you through your week or to help you in a certain life situation that you may be going through. And this is our 48th episode. That's right. This is the 48th episode. So we almost at 50 episodes, y'all. It's truly been a blessing. You know, I started this podcast just last year on my birthday. Um, I was able to get my first the intro and, and all that, the trailer out there. And it's truly been a blessing, man. And, and and I just believe that this is something that God has placed for me to do. One of the many things that he has put me to do. And um, I look forward to many more episodes until he returns, you know. Um, and hopefully, like I said before, um, and many of the past episodes, I'm still yet work in the works where I'm in the works of getting the visual, um, available, which will be on the YouTube channel, Bodyguard Life is a Journey. And, um, yeah, so stay tuned for that, you know, and also looking forward to having guests on here, you know, and, um, it's truly, it's truly a blessing, man. So let's get into this. Better than good to me. You know, last week, as I was um, starting my shift off, and this might have actually been, oh, see? <laughs> and it's crazy because I got it right here, y'all. So I took a screenshot. I took a screenshot of this song that I was listening to um, at work. And the song is by Todd. I want to say it's pronounced Galberth and the title of the song is Lord You Are Good and it's kind of one of those um, what is it called uh, I learned this back in, in, in choir when I was a freshman in high school it's not a melody it's uh, it's somewhere along that but anywho it's 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 like more than one song put together and I can't think of what that is right now y'all y'all forgive me but in the song he he says you've been better than good to me you've been better than good to me you've been better than good to me and God has truly truly been better than good to me He's been so good and I can never repay him. We can never repay him for the many things that he has done. 
you know, I just, I look back on my life, man, and I have a few notes here. This podcast will be a whole lot different than, than the, the any other podcast, because like I said, it's personal. And there may be some things that I don't have in my notes that you may, that I'll make mention of. But I want to start off by giving y'all one of my favorite scriptures, which is Philippians 4 and 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And another translation would say something like, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Kind of along the same lines, but without him, I can do nothing. Without him, I couldn't do this podcast. Without him, I don't breathe. Without him, I don't walk. Without him, I don't talk. Without him, I don't exist. Without him, none of this would ever be. But it is because of him that I'm able to do what I do. And I'm truly, truly grateful, man. I'm grateful that I get an opportunity every single day that I wake to be the best me that I could possibly be. Do I always get it right? No. Nope. I don't. You know, I reflect a lot and I internalize a lot of things, you know. And as I'm thinking on those things and I internalize those things, for me, it gives me the ability to process on how I can do things better. You know, because I don't want to be where I am now or repeating the stuff that caused hurt to, you know, my family, to my wife or to my children or it. I don't want to be that. I want to be forever changing and change, as we all know, is inevitable. I always want to strive to be the best Kawan that I could possibly be. And I want you to do the same thing each and every day that you wake, you know, and it's it's not about perfection per se. But it's about being the best you you could possibly be. And, and one of the pers- one of the people who really has inspired me in that light is Trent Shelton. You know, he has a podcast and um, I have it in the notes because I don't you know, I can't it's not coming to me right now. I haven't listened to it in a while, but he has a podcast, but he also has a book that's available on Audible and in stores. It's called The Greatest You, you know, and truly, truly awesome book. And I've listened to it actually two or three times. And um, but yeah, every day that we wake up, we have the ability to be the best us and the greatest you that you could possibly be, you know? Um, so here we go. One of the things that I reflect that, that I, that I, I, this is one of my, the many things in my testimony, man. And I was three, I want to say I was three to four months old or, or, or weeks old. And I had stopped breathing. This is like, to me, like one of my greatest testimonies that I could give to you and how God has been better than good to me I never forget it and you know um and I and when I'm saying this because I'm saying this in the light of or in the eyes of my mom telling me you know about this happening it it just it really still yet to this day it it baffles me. It it just I'm just in awe and I'm in such a, a, a posture of gratitude because I could have been gone that soon. Not even many, you know, not even years have been present that I was in the world. And um I never forget it. She told me that she came in the room and I may have told this testimony here on my on the podcast. But I just want to reflect once again in the posture of gratitude and thankfulness that God seemed fit to allow me to come back to life, that he allowed me to restore the, the, the oxygen in my lungs and the breath in my lungs that I could be here today to inspire and motivate others and uplift others and tell people about the goodness of the Lord. 
and how he can do many wonderful things, even in the midst of chaos, even in the midst of wars and rumors of wars. God is still yet present. He said that he will never leave you nor forsake you. He said that he will be with you even until the ends of the earth, even until the end. He's going to be right there. And in this present time, God was truly with me, man. I'm thankful that God allowed my mom to come in the room when she did. You know, I, I truly believe, and I'll say this to the day I die, that everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. We don't always understand why this happened or why this or why that. Everything happens for a reason. No matter who you are, no matter your race, no matter your ethnicity, no matter your culture or whatever you want, no matter the color of your skin, your height, your weight, everything happens for a reason. Everything. And so, you know, she rushed into the room and I was in the crib and she noticed that my body like literally it was lifeless. And so she rushed me to the hospital and there at the hospital, I believe it was McLaren Hospital here in the city of Flint. Many of you know, you know, are familiar with the hospital, but um, they were able to revive me and bring me back to life. And I'm truly thankful, man. I'm truly thankful because it, it allows me to just know that. God has a purpose for me, man. And he has a purpose for you, too. Many of you can attest or have a testimony similar, maybe not exactly similar. But there may have been some life, um, traumatic life ish situations that occurred where your life could have been you could have been dead and gone. But the Lord, the Lord made death behave. And he's seen fit because each and every one of us have a purpose. Some places that you will go is not intended for me to go. Some places that I will go may not be intended for you to go. Many are called, but few are chosen. Every one of us have a calling on our life. Every one of us have a purpose on our life. There are certain doors that God will open specifically for you to go through, to be an impact to certain people that others can't. There are certain neighborhoods and certain arenas, certain platforms, certain audiences that God will allow some people to be able to speak to that others won't be able to. And it's not to say, okay, this person is better than this person. No, but God strategically and specifically has that person sit there for a reason. It's just like there are many there, or excuse me, there are different, uh, uh, there are different areas in the body of Christ that people specifically have a gift and a calling on their life to do. Some are called to preach. Some are called to teach. Some are called to prophesy. Some are called to heal. Some are good. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Exhorters. Praises. Everybody is. We all we all can praise. Some are are specifically. In that arena of being able to lead people in worship. Some are gifted to 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 play the music in such a way. Even you look at David. David was able to to to. Ah, I'm trying to think of his name. Y'all forgive me. But in the Bible, it spoke of him and how he was able to soothe the king that, you know, the king at time. And he was able to soothe him. By 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 a, 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 a instrument, a music musical instrument there are some people that could play on the keys that man it it is crazy and it's beautiful and it's it's awesome man 
So everybody, we got a gift and a calling and a purpose, you know, and I guarantee you nine times out of 10, you're already walking in it. You're already flowing in it. You're already doing it. You know, you you may or may not even know it. Same thing with me. You know, there have been many times in my life where I have rejected what he put me here to do. You know, but as I get older and even looking at the signs of time, I'm like, nah, you know, I'm I'm with everything that's in me to the best of my ability. I'm going to do what God has put me here to do. However, he sees fit as he downloads it, as my dad would say, as he gives me a download in my spirit to do, I'm just going to do and just trust him. That's a very, very vital key in relationship with God is trusting him. Because he's sovereign. He's not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. He's not going to lead you astray. Everything that he has written in his word. He is sure to perform it. He is sure to come through. Many of us as people. We 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 let ourselves down. We've let others down. But God. He'll never let you down. Never. He's always there. He, he's right on time. Um, there's another point in time in my life where I reflect and I was about, I would say anywhere between the ages of 15 and 17. And I was around, um, I was around a shooting. So it was dark. It was late. It's probably about an, eight, nine o'clock in the evening during the summertime, I was playing basketball at a park and, um, actually at an elementary school, but it was a, you know, very well-known court that we played at during that time when I stayed on the South side. Um, and we had just got done playing a game, right? And we had just won. Me and my teammates, we had just won. So I heard this voice in the back of my head. And I know it was I know it was my mama's voice. <laughs> you know. And really, honestly, like I believe that the spirit of God, when it comes to warning us in, in certain situations, a lot of people think like when we hear God is this loud audible voice a lot of times it's either your voice and you bob would say try the spirit by the spirit to see if it be of god you know and i heard this and it said go home go home and in the back of my mind i'm like what like go home like what so and then i was also reminded like thinking like you know like <laughs> yeah, you need to be in the house. You know your mom wants you in the house at a certain time. And so um everybody was edging me on. Come on, Quan, one more game, one more game. So I'm like, okay. I ignored it. And I went on ahead and as I'm inbounding the basketball to my teammate, next thing you know. I hear gunshots going off instantly, man. I, I, I turn around to see, you know, this, this is my first time being around a shooting and I turn around and I see the guy's gun going off. And so instantly I ran, I, I dropped everything that I was doing. I grabbed my bag that I had brought up there with me. Me and all my other friends, everybody, everybody, we was out. He was gone. And I have probably never ran so fast in my life. You know, 
I was I've always been a bigger a, a heavy set guy, but I was out. I was gone. You know, I didn't care what kind of pain I might have been in from the previous games. I was gone. It, it I knew my life could have possibly was on the line, you know, even though they was after this person, they very well could have been, you know, turned and, and came towards one of us. But by the grace of God, he kept us. And so, you know, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. I get, um, you know, closer and closer to home. Finally, I get home, you know, wrapping this, 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 this part of my life or this situation in my life up. We call one of them because everybody had that was with me um, from my neighborhood, if you will, um, had kind of came back to my house. So at this point in time, I didn't have a cell phone. So um, use the house phone, call one of my, my, my friends. And he was like, they got me, man. They got me. They got me. <laughs> I'm just playing. I said, bro, do not play like that, man. You know, it really, it really upset me. You know, I know he was, he was joking in the midst of the situation, make light of the situation, but like, no, bro, you could have been out of here. And, um, so just looking back at that, man, being around that situation and then, you know, and how God allowed me to come out alive as, as well as those others, you know, even the guy, you know, he, far as I know, I don't know what else may have happened that, that night, but, um, he had got away, you know, I don't know what the, what the situation was that occurred, why the shooting occurred, but I just thank God for keeping me and, and my friends and allowing us to get home safely and nobody to be harmed or any threats or anything like that, man, you know, so that, that, that just truly is another moment of time and how God has been better than good to me, you know, because a lot of times people, um, young men like myself at that age, even younger, even older, if you will, it don't, you know, it really doesn't matter what the age, but some, some of us as a, especially as a black male, it don't wind up turning out like that. It wind up turning out, you know, on, on a six o'clock news you know, there was a shooting at 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 an elementary school, late night basketball, da da da, and and a sixteen year old male found dead. That could have been me. That could have been me. That could have been one of my friends. That could have been somebody else's son. That could have been somebody else's child. But by the grace of God, He kept us, and I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful for it. And, 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 you know, I'm reminded to make note of moments like that, because when you going through certain things in life and, you know, you want to be in a certain place, whether it's financially and I'm speaking for myself, you know, um, I do want to get to a certain financial um, place for me and my family. And I'm just being honest and transparent and open and vulnerable, all of that. And, but I look back and I say, man, where God has brought me from, even though that situation isn't a financial situation, it just, it just me reflecting in the fact of life, life, man, life is so precious. And some people don't care about it. I care about my life just as much as I care about the next person's life that's sitting next to me. Whether they they ain't right in their mind or whatever. Because God cares enough about us. So we should care just about about that next person and pray for them, man. Pray for them if you don't understand. That's another thing I'm learning that I got. I, I have to do. That's that's something that I, I need to be doing. As a man of valor, as a man of God, praying for people that you don't understand. The the power of prayer. As I'm as I'm growing. In this life. 
It changes things. It changes situations. It could change you. It changes your perception. It changes how you view things. It changes your very heart. He said that a man ought to always pray and not faint. He told us to pray without ceasing. That's what God told us to do. It's our way of communication with him. And so, you know, I'm just thankful, man. Because I could have been gone. One of my friends could have been gone. Somebody would have been without a son. Somebody would have been without a brother, a cousin, a nephew, a grandson, a classmate. But God, but God, as I fast forward, um, there was other times in my life that certain situations happened and, um, and, you know, some of them may be small <laughs> and may not seem like nothing to any of you, but to me, they, they, they do mean something. And I can actually go back to, <laughs> and I don't know if this, this, and to me is, it's, it's, I don't know if actually I'm not going to mention it because it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> but I'm gonna mention it anyway since it comes it's coming to my mind. Uh, when I was younger than this age here, um, at my grandmother's, and I was running around her house, had no business running around the house. You know you ain't supposed to be running the house. Um, and my shoe, if I'm not mistaken, was up. One of my shoes were untied, and so I'm running around the house like I said. I trip over my shoestring, hit my chin on the edge of my grandmother's couch. My teeth come down and split my tongue. I'm sorry if it, if that's graphic or, you know, but I'm just, it just is what it is. Teeth came down and bust my tongue open and I'm screaming and hollering and talking, trying to get help. Had to get stitches, you know, um, yeah, that even that situation, even though it is it, it it may or may not be funny to y'all, like it, to me it's you know, it's something that happened in my life and then when I now that I look back at it, it could have turned out differently, you know. It could have been really, 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 really bad, you know. Um, thank God that it wasn't to the point where it, it messed with my speech, you know, badly or anything like that. You know, um, I'm not the perfect spokesperson, if you will, but, you know, I try to speak properly or as as much as where necessary. And um, but thank God that that, you know, that didn't turn out any different that, you know, I didn't not be able to not be able to speak, <laughs> you know, otherwise I wouldn't be able to perform or do this podcast. So I thank God for that. But moving f forward into this this episode there was a point in time um in my life where my wife and I had experienced our townhome that we were living in at the time it was shot through so there was a situation between a couple um and one of the persons involved was being shot at and so this person didn't know that the other person wasn't shooting in the air that they were shooting at excuse me at them long story short those bullets came through our home they came through our home me and my wife just so happened to still yet we were up and Normally around that time of night, you know, I would be going downstairs to get a late night snack or what have you, or, you know, going to get something to drink out the refrigerator. Um, but by the grace of God, you know, I wasn't, um, how we, how we found out that cause we didn't hear it come through the house. We didn't, we just heard, we heard the gunshots 
And um, next thing you know, um, after things that kind of, I guess, calm down, we kind of hear this like shattering noise. So, you know, I instantly, even though, you know, we're up on a on the upper level of, of the town home, um, up, my wife and I and our children. So I go check on the children and make sure everybody's OK. Everybody's in their room. Everybody's sleep. Then I go downstairs and I kind of feel like, uh, you know, it's kind of a breeze coming through in the living room area. Lo and behold, the bullet came through where the dining room area is, through the kitchen, through the living room and through the back patio. By the grace of God, I wasn't in that kitchen. And also normally, you know, sometimes my, my oldest daughter, she would um be you know down in 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 the kitchen getting something to eat or you know just kind of walking around or what have you but by the grace of God she wasn't in there either man i'm truly thankful man god truly keeps us from danger seen as well as unseen he has the ability to keep us and I know many of us may have questions and I don't know who this goes to and who I'm speaking to, but my heart goes out to those people who have the question for God on why, why my cousin or why my brother or why my mother or why my dad or why my sister, why did he allow them to get killed or get shot? I, I personally don't have the answers for that, but I know God knows and I pray that in the midst of the loss, no matter how many years it's been since your loved one has been gone. My prayer is that he will continue to comfort your heart and strengthen you and allowing you to find peace in the loss of your loved one. None of us know the, the day or time we will leave this earth. We don't know the day that our number will be called. We don't know how we will leave here. My prayer is that that no one lose their life to uh, uh, to any type of any type of violence. And I know people in my family who have lost their lives to senseless violence. Or other situations in. And it's hard to lose a loved one. But I just. You know. Man. God. He. He has his way of doing things. And. You know. In the midst of. The hurt. And the grief. You know. We do question him. But God. He told us in all things to give thanks. And the one thing that I'm thankful for is even right there, as I look back over my life and the, the many, the, you know, many of the loved ones that I lost. Um, one of my cousins who passed away a few years ago, um, you know, coming up, it'll be. And we lost her. It was Easter Sunday and I'll never forget it. And um but I know she's in a better place. She doesn't have to suffer anymore. And I'm thankful. And that's why I, I mentioned about that scripture. The scripture says it's a, in all in all things give thanks. And I'm thankful to God that I had the ability to partake in being her life and her being my life. I'm thankful. That I was able to witness my cousin being able to persevere through the sickness that she was experiencing in her body because she had sickle cell. And I miss my cousin Lakita. I do. And I know my auntie and her brothers miss her dearly. But I know she's in a better place. So I give thanks to God that she's in a better place and she's not suffering anymore. Even though we will want her here with us and here to raise her her beautiful 
beautiful children, my my cousins. You know, she's in a better place. Some cousins, some friends, my grandfather who passed away in 2007. You know, there are some things that I I wish I had the opportunity as a as an adult male to have conversation with him about you know because young men we gain wisdom from the older generation or the OG as you as some some people will say but God you know he's not suffering anymore and um I just thank God for the many wonderful things he's done for me, my family, and for all of us, you know. Um, I look back on some of these things that I have here in my notes as we wrap this up. I'm reminded of a time when my wife and I, we, we had one vehicle and this particular vehicle you know it, we had quite a bit of car troubles with it <laughs> and um even before i got married before i go into that i i'm reminded of the times that i used to have to catch the city bus you know to go to school and it's a very humbling experience because now that i'm older you know and I have a vehicle to drive to and from as as needed. You know, it's I appreciate it. I really do. Even with gas as high as it is, I appreciate the ability to be able to come out to a vehicle and to go to work, to go to where I need to go to appointments, do things for my family, for myself. I'm humbled and I'm thankful that for that because God has truly been better than good to me. He didn't have to allow myself or my wife or us to be able to have what we have. It's truly a blessing. And, um, but back to the Impala real quick. So the Impala on this particular day had been giving us troubles and I was out by myself. I can't remember. I, I believe I was going to the credit union to withdraw some money. Long story short, the car started overheating. And I don't believe I had any antifreeze or any water or anything like that to kind of help me to get to a place to where I could, you know, take care of it for me to continue to drive and get back home. So long story short, I had to walk either walk home or walk to the nearest uh, auto store. But I never forget this, man. And I don't even think I told my wife about this, but I never forget this moment. And I could visually see, visually go back and see, you know, visualize this that happened that day. And, I just began to praise God. I began to clap my hands. I began to just rejoice even in the midst of that situation. It was frustrating. It was trying. But even in the midst of that situation, I began to thank God. I I began to praise God because a lot of times when we go through certain tests and trials and we complain and murmur or we, you know, we go about doing things in that way. We actually, and I, this just from my experience and my revelation and understanding of it, we prolong how long the test or trial is instead of giving God praise and worshiping him in the midst of it. Because it shows your situation or if there's a situation where the enemy is attacking you, it shows the situation or the enemy that you have no power here. You don't control me. I'm not letting this overtake me. 
And even as I'm saying that, man, I'm, I'm getting help for myself in certain things and how I approach certain things in life, man. And so it's just, you know, in the midst of that, I just, like I said, I just was clapping my hands and praising God and began to sing songs of praise unto God. You know, and God, God, he, he, he does things in his timing, you know, which leads me into my next one, you know, um, and I got to wrap this up, um, and me getting hired at GM, you know, I had been a temp for five years when I worked at GM before I got hired, um, originally started working in 2011 and then got laid off for about six months. Got brought back in 2012 and had been working there until 2016 where I was hired. And um, I was upset, you know, a lot of times. And I didn't understand, you know, because as a temp and as a, as a provider for my family, you know, even at one point where we went down to two days a week, I'm like, man, this this is tough. But God, you know, and now I look at the present day where I'm at and the plant that I'm at and the hours that I'm able to get, even with the overtime and just a lot of different things and a lot of different things that I'm able to do for my wife and my children and myself. I'm truly humble and grateful and thankful for that because. I could have still been in a position of working a minimum, excuse me, minimum wage job. I could have still been working a job where the benefits, you know, aren't as as good for, you know, uh, me, my my family and I, you know, but God, you know, He blessed the heart of one of my my brothers at the time at the church I was going to and. And um, he put it upon his heart to to bless me. And I, I, and I say he I say he put it on his heart. I believe he did. I truly do. And still to this day, I'm grateful for him um, doing that and giving me a referral to get into General Motors, you know, because God saw down the line, you know, certain things and. And and I don't see it as a end all be all, but I, I believe that everything happens for a reason. And, you know, wherever else God takes me in the midst of me working at, at, at GM, you know, uh, I'm just going to go where he, he, he leads me to go and um, just trust him, you know, that he will provide where God guides. He will provide. I, I'm learning that and I'm learning to trust in that. And um, the last thing here as we wrap up this episode is COVID and heart and heart problems. So in 2020, you know, we know that COVID was became very, it was already here really in 2019, um, but it became more aware. Uh, we became more aware of it in 2020 so later in the year of 2020 i had came down with covid and actually before i came down with covid i had a heart issue in which i'll mention before on here and i won't go into all the detail on that but that heart situation gave me a wake-up call you know i was scared man i at moments that that happened, man, some some of y'all may or may not know, and I don't know, I can't remember at this point in time whether or not I mentioned it on the podcast, but I'm going to say it now because it may help. I believe this will help someone. But when I was in that hospital and I was dealing with my heart situation and not knowing what what was going to take place, you know, I of course I believed the best, but then there were moments where the enemy fought me in my mind you know, I was on a cardiac floor, which was, I want to say, the 15th floor. I can't exactly remember, but it was high up. And I had suicidal thoughts, man. I did. And I say that to help someone 
not to encourage suicide at all because God doesn't want us to take our life. But in the midst of me having those thoughts, God was able to speak to my heart, to minister to me in a way to encourage me and let me know that I still got purpose, that I still have too much to live for and to do for him and for others. And lo and behold, look at, you know, two years later, I'm here still yet, you know, in the midst of recording a podcast to help others and to encourage others to be everything that God has called them and placed them to be. You know, and then I wind up catching COVID or, you know, contracting COVID. And um, thankfully, like my symptoms weren't, they weren't bad at all. Thanks be to God. You know, I, um, I ended up, I can't I'm trying to remember. Oh, so when I, when I got it, I I had kind of been feeling, you know, normal flu-like symptoms or whatnot. So I said, man, let me. But what happened was I was drinking a drink that I normally drink, Arizona green tea. Um, and I couldn't taste it. When, I, when that happened, I said, oh, no, let me go get tested. I went and got tested at my job. Um, they wind up coming back with the results. The results were positive. I let my wife know and everything had the quarantine. Um, I had already had set up for an appointment to go to my doctor to be tested. So, um, I don't know if this was the next day. Or it was two days later for me to go to my doctor. Anywho, the, the results came back negative. So I'm like, which one is it? Am I positive or am I negative? So anywho, I still yet quarantined for the, the number of time, the number of days that I needed to quarantine. And you know, even during that, and even during the recovery from the heart situation, which were like just within a few months apart. I just, man, I just thank God that he brought me through, that he allowed me to still yet be here for my family, to raise my children and to, 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 man, I'm grateful, man. I, God has truly been better than good to me in spite of the wrong that I've done in the past. We don't always think right or do right or be right, if you will. But God, he is a forgiving God. But he is also a sovereign God. And as we wrap this episode up, I just want to encourage someone out there today that may not know Christ. Put your life in Jesus hands. Get a personal relationship with him. Get close to him because the signs are, they're here. They are here. I was having a conversation with my sons the other day um, as we were getting ready to go into the barbershop. And, you know, I know many of us have heard, you know, many preachers and heard it on televisions and heard it from our parents that, you know, the Lord is soon to return, but he is. He is. And it's more in this day, in this day and in, in, in this decade. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's more prevalent now than it has ever been. It is. And with that being said, you know, we got to make sure we got our, our life hidden in Christ. We got to make sure that. We get we we in right standards with him. Cause when when he cracked the sky, it ain't gonna be no, you know, oh, I wish I no. Do it now while you have the opportunity. 
It's, we can still yet live a life. But let's put God first. If we if we have a relationship with God, let's let's uh, uh, give awareness to others on the importance of having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Make him Lord and Savior of your life. He's the only one that can keep you from the second death. It's appointed unto man to die once, but after this, the judgment. There's a second death, and and I'm I'm not trying to go to hell. I'm trying to dot all my eyes across all my T's. I'm getting it together to the best of my ability now. But I just want to thank y'all for tuning in. And once again, I urge you: if you don't have a relationship with God, get one. Get one, and do it soon. Don't delay it. Don't put it off another minute, another second. If you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and Savior, that he that he died and he rose on the third day for all your sins, if you believe that and you confess that out of your mouth, you will be saved. You will be saved. And you have you will have a place in heaven. You will have a place in the kingdom of God. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for those of you that that do do that. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey. Thank you once again. I pray that you continue to have a blessed week. I can pray that you will continue to be safe and that God will continue to keep you and your family and that God will um, our prayers are with the families of Ukraine and this situation with Russia we're praying for them that God will uh, comfort their hearts those who have lost loved ones that he will be with them in the midst of this war and this situation Thank you once again for tuning in. Until next time, be blessed. At the end of the day, I want to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be all God has for you to be. And remember, until next time, to always live, love, learn, and grow.